0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Next up, national speaker, advocate for trauma resolution as a crime prevention tool in veterans and the general population, a topic that certainly resonates uh, with many today. Lisa Forbes joins me. She's the author of If I Can Take It From Here, A Memoir of Trauma, prison and self-empowerment uh so lisa a lot of course around veterans issues uh because tomorrow is veterans day uh and uh so many veterans do end up in jail for a variety of reasons we now have veterans courts in uh in many states uh trying to help those veterans but let's talk about this why do so many veterans end up in jail
1: Well, you know, David, there are two things with veterans. First is service-related trauma, and then there's pre-service-related trauma. So with pre-service-related trauma, that is the same kind of incidences that anyone could have had in their life. Childhood abuse, uh, environmental abuse, uh, bad parenting. We know from multiple studies that between 70 and 80% of people who are incarcerated are in a state of trauma upon arrest. And so, for veterans, then it just gets exacerbated because they have all the all the service related trauma of the horrible things they may have seen, unfortunate things they may have done that don't get recognized by the system, and then just gets uh, reinforced by the trauma they experience while they're incarcerated. So,
0: what are some of the solutions? I mentioned veterans courts, for example. Mm-hmm.
1: Well. My position and what I show in my book, I can take it from here, is that a traumatized person can only make the decisions that a traumatized mind will let them make. If you're in a state of trauma, you don't see the same options, you don't see the same opportunities, and you're not having the same thoughts as a person who is emotionally free. So for me and my program, I can take it from here, trauma resolution is the foundation to any type of help for veterans because many times it's not a question of can I give you a job or can I give you an apartment, can I help you get this or that. The question is, can you keep it? Once we help you with these things Are you in a mental state, an emotional state that allows you to keep it? Or is your traumatized mind keeping you stuck in this behavioral loop that first you have it, then you don't? First you have it, then you don't. Our program cuts the cord to trauma that keeps people stuck in this loop where they know better, but they can't seem to do better.
0: What are some of the ways when you say our program cuts the cord? Give us an idea of how.
1: So we use a a behavioral technique. It is called the emotional freedom technique or tapping. And this, David, is actually not new. This was presented to the VA. It was presented to Congress about a decade ago as a a program called Operation Freedom, where uh, this organization took a select group of combat veterans who had been suffering from severe PTSD PTSD, to the point where they were not even able to function with their families, not able to keep jobs, put them through a pilot program of tapping on their emotional trauma for five days, and then followed them for two years and demonstrated that tapping had significantly brought down their levels of PTSD to the point where they were functioning normally, feeling better, able to keep jobs, and able to stay in relationships. Now, when... uh, the person who uh, ran that program, Eric Curie, who first did it, I contacted him because I saw it on DVD and I said, Eric, there are no black people in this program. You know, Would you be interested in working with black veterans and also with black people maybe in the uh, prison system who are dealing with high levels of trauma? So he responded, well, Lisa, I sure would, but I don't know any black people. So we were going to get together. We had this program set up to set up pilot programs in different states and not have to recreate the wheel, but just keep doing what had been already demonstrated to work over a two-year period. And then Eric died. And so I am doing the program again as Operation I Can Take It From Here because we know that this program works. It brings down the level of trauma. It eliminates PTSD effectively. It's not a Band-Aid. It lasts. And we have been... Uh, able to show that if people are introduced to this program, they can do it themselves once they learn to do it it's easy to you don't need to constantly be going to talk to anybody you don't need transportation once you learn how to do it, it works, and it will set you free from your past
0: yeah a lot of times uh there's masking you know drugs mm-hmm. methods that are out there that. Mass the issues, and frankly, whether for veterans or not, but especially <laughs> yeah. with 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 PTS, uh, and unfortunately, they've now removed, as you know, the D, the disorder, automatically. Yeah. You know, assigning that as a disorder, but this is something that exists. It exists for policemen, policemen, firefighters, uh, trauma nurses, intensive. I mean, trauma is trauma. And it manifests exactly. in different ways. So, you know, when we're looking at this and and to the military slash veteran, obviously veteran after service community and those that are a whether they're incarcerated or dealing with these issues on the on the outside of the prison system, uh, is there a core in there where uh, if their service experience was more positive than not there may be other factors involved there's something to work with because that that time in the service short or long uh can be a good part of a person's foundation and yes there can be mm-hmm. other issues that overwhelm it that wrap around it but is that core if it's there a good uh, a necessary part of this
1: oh absolutely you know we don't uh try to convince people that all military experience is necessarily bad. As I said, many times there are, trauma is pre-service trauma. And sometimes what drives people into the service is fleeing from uh, bad uh, childhood or bad families or bad environment, something with no opportunities. And so the service represents something good for them. It represents a sense of camaraderie, a sense of belonging, a sense of discipline. And sometimes losing that when they come out of the service contributes to their feelings of not being able to fit in Uh, in society and then having their sense of trauma that had nothing to do with the service triggered by getting out but many times their service is not related to uh, traumatic experiences In the military. And so as you said, it it could be firefighters, it could be chaplains, it can be anybody. And of course, you know, we know there are studies that say that children who grow up in the inner cities in our country are actually suffering from trauma to the extent that children in war zones are. And so this doesn't even have to be related to people who are incarcerated or to people who are in the military. As you said, trauma is trauma. And so I, tra- I tell my story in my book, I can take it from here, of my own personal trauma. It was religious trauma. It was sexual abuse. It was childhood abuse that led me into the traumatized mind where I then wound up committing a crime and went into the prison system where I really just saw the major effect that unresolved trauma uh, creates in a person's life. And you were talking about masking.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Lisa.
1: I was going to say, you were talking about masking. I can testify that I was one of those people who had the mask on of appearing to be okay, appearing to be smart, appearing to be intelligent. But underneath was this unresolved rage and trauma, and it eventually exploded into a crime for me. So this is what we're trying to prevent, not just do things on the back end, but of course, if the the crime has occurred, uh, we can deal with that too, but also to get to the root of people's unresolved trauma at the front end and serve as crime prevention tools as well. This is what Operation I Can Take It From Here is designed to do
0: lisa forbes author of i can take it from here a memoir of trauma prison and self-empowerment and you know your story is powerful it's real you you've lived it as you just stated uh but now using it to help others lisa so that is that is you know just such a brave thing to do the website by the way for everyone out there is lisaforbs all spelled out there lisaforbs speaks.com what else do you want to say to the audience to the takeaway not just about the book but maybe a takeaway from the book well
1: the takeaway is that if my life, my, my life story indicates that what's possible for the average person is not something that they need to have a lot of money for, they need to have a lot of health insurance for, they need to have transportation for, the absence of these things is, is often what keeps people from getting help. In my book, I tell the story of how I was sitting alone in front of a computer in, in front of a house that was in foreclosure and found this method of trauma resolution and set my self-free in a way that has lasted for over 20 years, I'm living proof that it's never too late to resolve your trauma and be everything you're capable of being.
0: Lisa, thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, Great, great work, uh, real-life work in that sense, having lived it in your own way. Uh, The book, I Can Take It From Here, a memoir of trauma, prison, and self-empowerment, and a helping hand, especially for those veterans who have ended up in jail across America. Lisa Forbes, thank you, Lisa.
1: My pleasure, David, thank you.
0: And the website, again, com. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on SiriusXM Patriot 125.